Shavua Tov, Shalom Aleichem, Yomi is in chapter 16 of Yivamot, the final parak of Yivamot. It has been a long and sometimes arduous journey together. Baruch Hashem, there's light on the horizon, there's light every day in Mishniyomi. Mishnah, of course, is the same letters as Nishama, the soul, and we say Ner Hashem Nishmat Adam. It's like a candle to Hashem when the neshama of a human being is burning brightly. You understand with Torah and mitzvot and good deeds and tzedakah. So we're lighting up the world every single Mishnah, every single day. Baruch Hashem. So we're in Mishnah Bet, chapter 16. Shtei Yevamot. Two Yevamot. Meaning these are two women who are married to two brothers. They are potential Yevamot to each other should one brother pass away. Now they went overseas with these two husband brothers. And they came back, Zo'omeret met Bali, and one says, unfortunately, my husband died overseas, but Zo'omeret, and the other one also says, met Bali. So both of these two women, who stand to be co-wives in Yibam, have come and said their own husband died. Now, typically, as we've learned, we believe a woman who comes back and testifies by herself that her husband has died overseas, that she can get remarried. But this case is a little different. Uh, Zo Asura, this one white, this one widow is forbidden to get remarried. Mipnebala shall Zo, because the other one, the other brother, the Yavam, might still be alive. Vizo Asura, and likewise, the other girl is, can't get remarried. Mipnebala shall Zo, because the other brother might be alive. So, what we're saying here is each woman is believed about her own husband, but that doesn't affect the halachic reality of the other husband who, as far as this particular widow is concerned, halachically might still be alive. And if he is alive, there would be a mitzvah of yibam or a requirement of chalitza before she can get remarried. And the Mishnah brings a related case that will help us understand this. Lizo Edim. To one of these girls, we'll call her Rachel, there are two witnesses that her husband actually, Mamish, passed away overseas. Lizo Einedim. And the other girl, Ashprinza, she, there, there are no witnesses at all to her husband. It's just her own word that's saying he's passed away. And she edim, Rachel, who has witnesses, Asura. She can't get remarried because, again, the husband of Shprinza might still be alive. That's her husband's brother. We know by edim, her husband's dead, but the brother, we're not so sure. We can't rely on the testimony of Shprinza that the brother of her husband is dead so Rachel is stuck for now until we can really find out what happened. The Etsha'ein La'edim and Shprinza, that we don't have two witnesses that her husband died, but we do have two witnesses that her husband's brother died, and we have Shprinza's own testimony her husband's dead, Muteret. She can go ahead and get remarried to someone else. We're assuming that these two brothers are the only brothers in the family. There's no other brother surviving. The Mishnah goes on, Lizo Bonim, if one of these women has children, Lizo Ein Bonim, the other one does not, et Shayeshlo Bonim Muterit. The one who has children can marry someone else because after all, her husband has children. There's no mitzvah of Yibam or Halitza. Bet Shayeshlo Bonim, but the one who did not have children, Asura. She can't get remarried until we find out what really happened to her husband and potentially his brother. Now, what about the case of Nit Yabmu? Both of these wives got a yibam. There were other brothers. We originally had four brothers. Two brothers went overseas with their wives. Both of these wives come back and say that their own husband has passed away. But we don't have independent corroboration. But they're believed as far as their husband being passed away. They can marry in yibam the brothers, the two brothers who stayed home, who were local. 
But now what happens? Umetu hayavomin. Those two brothers have passed away, unfortunately, with no children. So asurot linase. These two widows can't now marry someone else. There's no brothers left, as far as we know. But there might be a brother left because we did not have eyewitness testimony about the departure of each brother overseas. Of course, if they had children as a result of these Yiba marriages with the brothers who stayed home, they're fine to remarry someone else because the Yiba mitzvah is done. What Rabbi Elazar adds, because they were allowed, they had a heter, an allowance to marry their Yivamin, the Kol Adam. After they've gone through the mitzvah of Yibam, even without having children, they're now allowed to marry anyone, even though there is sort of this hanging doubt that we've uh, assumed based on the on the testimony of one wife that the surviving brother overseas had actually really passed away. Let's go on to Mishnah Gimel. Now, this is a very critical Mishnah, not just for this chapter, but the previous chapter and back in chapter 10, when we were allowing a woman to get remarried on the basis of one witness, so she will not remain a Naguna. So what did that one witness need to actually see that the court will rely on one single person to allow a married woman to get remarried based on this? Ein ma'idin, we do not let him testify. Ele al partsuf panim imachotim. Only if he saw the form of the face of the deceased with his nose. In the Gemara, they explain it's not just the nose, it's the nose and the surrounding face, such as the nose and the cheekbones next to it, or the ridge of the eyebrows. So really, we're looking at sort of the middle of the face and up, or the middle of the face and down, kind of the nose and the jaw and the cheeks, or the nose and the the cheekbones and, and the forehead. You really need a substantial amount of the face and the skull remaining to really recognize this is the person. And this is, the Mishnah adds, awful p, even though sheyesh simonim begufa v'kelev. Even though there's some indications what we call simonim, uh, like identifying marks, you know, that, okay, that's his jacket. They know that's his leather jacket he always wears, and maybe they don't see his face, but they see the leather jacket. That's not good enough until you have the leather jacket and the face with the nose. Now, the Gemara does explain if there's a simon mufhak, a very clear simon, such as the person had a missing limb, and it's very clear that it's him, then that would be good enough. But it's only when these simanim are enum of hakin, not totally clear, that we will not not rely on them. In modern times, uh, many postgim said after 9-11, and in recent times, tragically, that DNA testing can be used along with other evidence to corroborate the identity of a deceased and allow the wife to remarry. Now, the Mishnah goes on, what are the requirements of the single witness to come back and allow the woman to remarry? He can't testify unless they really saw the departure of the soul. Like, really, like we would know the husband is really dead, not just mostly dead. Even if they saw him meaning he had a very deep uh, injury, a deep cut, he was like mamish cut up, the tsaluv, tsaluv is on the cross. Hanging. The Romans, unfortunately, were known to uh, torture people by putting them on the cross and let them die there. Uh, but sometimes, theoretically, they could be taken off and uh, their wounds healed up. The Haya Ochelipo, even if you saw an animal eating him, we're, we're not sure. Maybe the animal got killed and he went to the hospital and was and recovered uh, from this perilous uh, situation. So we don't rely on the single witness unless they really saw who was really the husband really dead. And they add, Ein me'idin ela'od we only testify within three days of the death. After that, we're concerned there might be a change in the structure, the appearance, due to decay, and it's not going to be so accurate. Rabbi Yehuda ben Bavo, Rabbi Yehuda qualifies this. 
Not every person, every place, and every season is the same. His intention here is if it's a cold climate, then probably the facial structure and the simanim last longer. It'd be possible to identify him uh, for a long time. And God forbid the opposite. If it's a tropical climate, then you understand then there's more decay and it's harder to identify him after even a shorter period of time. Shavuot everyone, and be well.